morning. How are you this morning? Okay. Um, I need a volunteer read. Is someone volunteering to read for us? Thank you. Uh, Matthew, the Gospel according to St. Matthew, um, chapter 7, uh, from verse 15 to 19. Let us pray. Let us pray first. Let us bow our heads and pray. Indeed, Lord, it is amazing grace that um, we are here. It is not by our works. It is not by our intelligence. It is by the sacrifice of our Lord Jesus. So we want to thank you, Lord, that we are here because he died in our place. He paid the penalty for our sins. Father, we thank you for the privilege of coming into church this morning. And we want to thank you, Lord, that we are here by your grace. I pray, Lord, for your dear people and for myself as we listen to your word, that, Father, you help us to apply it and help us, O oh God, to live by it. Lord, I pray that you use me as a vessel so that, Lord, we may be able to understand your word. We ask for you to bless us this morning in the name of our Lord Jesus. Amen. Please read Matthew chapter 7, verse 15 to 19. Watch out for false prophets. They come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ferocious wolves. By their fruit you will recognize them. Do people pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Likewise, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, and a bad tree cannot bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Thank you. Um, our Lord Jesus is giving us a warning that we should uh, be, we should beware, and we should watch out for false prophets. So it means that they are false prophets because you can't be watching out for something that is not there. So we need to be alert um, as we live our Christian life that they are false prophets. So our Lord says, watch out um, for false prophets. And why should we watch out for the false prophets? He says, because they come to you in sheep's clothing. They come to you in sheep's clothing. So there's an element of deception that is there. They don't come to you as they are, but they come to you as um, what uh, you would be comfortable with so that you, don't, uh, you are unable to recognize them. So the idea is to deceive you so that you are unable to recognize. And this is what is happening um, with the word of God. Um, some people are twisting the word of God so that it appears as if it is helping us, but it is actually benefiting them as, as individuals. So he says, beware for false prophets. And it is very important that we are aware of that. We are going through the Apostles' Creed and um, we're on the Holy Spirit. Um, and when you um, look at the way we are living today, there is a lot of deception that is there. Um, there is a lot of um, covering up that is happening. And so it's not clear now for a lot of people what the word of God says and what is being applied. There are so many things. It, it would take the whole day just to go about them. I mean, 
I have my children even asking me things like, is this, um, is this godly that people are now saying, some people are now saying, we don't need the Lord's Prayer in school. And so that in itself just shows you the deception that is coming through. And it is a deception in the form of, is it human rights or freedom of speech? I don't know what they call it. But you see, already it's trying to remove um, Christ from uh, the schools. And even if you look, you look at um, the festive season that we're going into, it's now happy holidays. Say. It's no longer Merry Christmas because Christmas reminds us of Christ. <clears throat> so everyone now is just saying um, happy holidays and removing Christ from Christmas. And yet it is a reminder of the birth uh, of our Lord Jesus. So, false prophets, be on the lookout. This is the message that I have for you today, that be on the lookout for false prophets through social media, through um, even television. There are a lot of things that are circulating uh, on social media, and we need to be aware. Because, as our Lord said, they come in sheep's clothing. So, they do not come as they are. And he says to us that we can only recognize them by their fruit. So it's interesting. He's saying, he didn't say you recognize them by the way they dress. He didn't say you recognize them by what they say. He's saying by their fruit you recognize them. So you can only recognize them um, by their fruit. So why is our Lord emphasizing uh, fruit? Um, somebody please open Galatians chapter 5. Galatians chapter 5, uh, verse 22. I need someone to read that. Galatians chapter 5, verse 22. I thought there would be a lot of hands saying out. <laughs> Anyone who's there? Yes, 22. Oh, thank you. That's fine. You can carry on. Against such things, there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified sinful nature with its passions and desires. Okay. Thank you so much. So we're looking. We looked at the Holy Spirit some time back, and our the Apostle Paul is now talking about the conflict between the flesh and the spirit, and. Before that, he talks about the works of the flesh, which are driven by the desires of the flesh. Then now he says, but. See, so he's now saying, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, self-control. So our Lord Jesus tells us that by their fruit, you will recognize them. So if we do not exhibit the fruit of the Spirit, it means the Holy Spirit is not in us. Does that make sense? So, that fruit is how we are actually recognized. So, we need to have love. We need to have patience. We need to have kindness, goodness, self-control. This is what identifies us as the children of God. Those that are led by the Spirit are the children of God. So, if what you are receiving does not have love. The message is not love. 
The message is not joy. The message is not peace. It's not kindness. It's not self-control. That means it is not of the Spirit of God. So there is a deception element that is there. If it is not talking about Christ, it is not from God. I don't know if this is making sense this morning. So our Lord warned us. He says, beware. I remember when we were growing up, we used to we used to walk from school. So sometimes what we would do, you know, is boys would be playing, sometimes you'd be kicking a ball or kicking some stones and screen when you're coming from school. And if you kick the ball at a door, at a gate, sorry, that is written, beware of the dog. <laughs> <laughs> you were very, very scared to collect that ball. Because <laughs> the other gates that were not even beware of the dog, that was fine. If the ball goes there, it's okay, no problem. But if it goes where it's written, beware of the dog, that was very, very alarming and very scary. Very scary. So our Lord is telling us that beware, uh, be alert. And so I just want to encourage you this morning that there's a time. Um, when you will need to show love. We need to show love every time. And so the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, strengthens us to do that. He wouldn't be asking us to be patient if there was not a time that our patience is going to be tested, that we're going to be asked to be patient. So all these that um, our Apostle Paul is, is mentioning are things that come by the power of the Holy Spirit. We cannot do it on our own. We need God to strengthen us. For you to forgive, it's not within your strength, but it is God who strengthens you to forgive. That is why um, Paul says um, <clears throat> that it's according to the power that is at work within us, the power that gives us the ability to do that. I want to encourage you this morning that do not be fooled, do not be deceived by false prophets. But they are there. And they are not like the prophets. It can even just be a friend, a relative, coming in with something that is contrary to scripture. So the emphasis there is on the fruit of the Spirit and that we have the Spirit of God. And so for us to love, we love because he first loved us. And so it is something that... Um, we are able to do by the strength of God. So I'm just going to um, explain the fruit, uh, just looking at fruit, generally what we know about fruit. And the first thing that our Lord um, Jesus says to us is, by their fruit you recognize them. And actually, a tree is identified by its fruit. Like we call an orange tree because it bears oranges an apple tree because it bears apples. So every tree is named after the fruit that it produces. That is amazing. That <clears throat> for me, what fruit am I producing? If I was a tree, what would people call me? Because an apple tree produces apples. Um, grape, grapes are coming from um, the vineyard. So the tree is identified by its fruit. It is not identified by its leaves. It is not identified by its bark. It is identified by its fruit. And this is the same with us um, today. If you've noticed in life, we, we, we hardly remember um, 
everything that people have done for us, but we do remember how they made us feel. All people that we meet, that we have met in the past, you may not remember everything that they've done for you, but you remember how they made you feel. So it's the same with um, the trees. We remember them for their fruit. We keep them, we prune them for their fruit. That is why our Lord is saying, by their fruit, you recognize them. So now he is challenging us that we should stop recognizing by what people say, by what people wear, but by their fruit. So we now have a bit more research to do, isn't it? We now have a bit more um, digging up to do. I like the Bereans. You've read about the Bereans um, in Acts, where they, they were, <clears throat> the gospel was shared to them, uh, but they did not take it at face value. They would then go and research and see if what the apostles were saying was actually true. So they went further. They did not just take it um, at face value. So let's remember that we name trees by their fruit. And for us as well, we need to be <clears throat> aware of what fruit we are bearing. Now, the second thing we also know about um, trees and fruit is that the trees bear their fruit by the processes that are happening in the tree. The tree has roots and it has a bark and stem and leaves. But all those processes are the ones that actually bring the fruit. So the fruit is like the result of all that effort. The nutrients that the roots are getting, transferring to the bark, to the leaves, to the stem. It's all working towards producing the fruit. The end result is the fruit. And so everything that is happening in our hearts produces a fruit. It produces fruit. Either it will be the fruit of the spirit or the fruit of the flesh. So either we are going to be loving or we are going to be hating. Either we are going to be patient or we are going to be impatient. So we need to um, <clears throat> be very careful as to when <clears throat> sorry, circumstances come that challenge us. That what fruit am I going to bear? So we need to pray for the Holy Spirit to strengthen us, for the Holy Spirit to actually um, strengthen us. And the thing about the, the world is that they look at us in terms of our fruit. Are we loving as Christians? Are we patient as Christians? They are not really interested in what we say because there have been a lot of false so they want to see if we are living the life that um, we say we live. Um, thirdly, about fruit is that um, does a tree bear fruit for its own benefit? It doesn't. So a tree bears, does not bear fruit for itself. Uh, <clears throat> it does not consume its own fruit. The tree works hard and does everything and produces the fruit, but it actually does not consume the fruit. It is producing the fruit for the benefit of others, birds, people, and everything. I found that to be quite amazing. Um, that 
the fruit of the Spirit is not actually meant for my benefit. It is meant for the benefit of those that are outside me. So when I am forgiving, I am not forgiving for my benefit. I'm forgiving for the benefit of the person who has offended me. When I am patient, I am not being patient for the benefit of me. I'm being patient to help um, the situation. I don't know if that makes sense. But so we are being likened to, to fruit. And our Lord is saying, beware of false prophets because they come clothed in sheep's they, they come clothed in sheep's clothing, but by their fruit you recognize them. So one of the things that you recognize about um, the flesh is selfishness, that things are being done for the individual and for myself. So once that comes out, that is not a true prophet. Because our Lord, remember, he said, for the Son of Man did not come to be saved, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for men. So I want to encourage you this morning that as the Holy Spirit strengthens you, as you go through the situations that you're going through, remember that you are preaching the gospel through your life, through what you're doing. You are modeling Christ. If we look at the <clears throat> what our Lord Jesus went through, most of the time he was quiet as they were accusing him, as they were punishing him. In fact, he was actually talking to God most of the time. Why is that so? Because he is demonstrating, he is showing the fruit of patience, of love, of kindness, of gentleness. So let's bear that in mind as we look at Galatians 5.22. That, that fruit that I'm producing, it's not for my consumption, but it's for the consumption of uh, people around me. And then my last point um, with regards to fruit. Remember our Lord said no good tree bears bad fruit and no bad tree bears good fruit. So what he is saying is the tree determines the fruit. The tree is named after the fruit. So we need to be um, <clears throat> just aware of that um, as our Lord is, is, is talking to us. The last point um, that we look at when we look at fruit is that for most trees, the fruit also produces seed. The fruit also comes with seed. So <clears throat> out of the fruit comes seed. So when we consume the fruit, um, the seed is left and then that seed uh, when planted in the right place, actually multiplies as well. So imagine I am producing love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, and self-control, and that is producing seed. It is actually being planted amongst people because people are seeing um, my, um, my behavior, and they are actually saying, ah, this, kind of, this is what this person does when they are going through this. I want to know this Christ that strengthens them to do that. I want to know this God that they serve who enables them to do that. And so we are already witnessing for Christ. We are planting the, the word of God. I don't know if it makes sense. But when we produce that fruit, we are actually witnessing uh, for 
God and we are witnessing for Christ. So it now makes sense why our Lord is saying, by their fruit you will recognize them. Because that fruit is for the benefit of others and it produces seed which will also multiply and influence people for Christ. Brothers and sisters, this is what I had to share with you this morning um, as we were looking at, as um, we look at the Holy Spirit and we also looked at uh, the Apostles' Creed before and we are saying whether we have the Holy Spirit or not is identified by the fruit that comes out of us because the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, and self-control. Let us bow our heads and pray. Father, we thank you this morning that you are our God and you are um, in control of our lives. We thank you for the Holy Spirit. He is the comforter. He comforts us. He is the counselor. He counsels us. He is the helper. He also helps us. You said you will not leave us as orphans, but you will give us the Holy Spirit. So we thank you this morning that we have the Holy Spirit. And we thank you, Father, that he is the one who strengthens us so that we are the children of God who walk in the Spirit. So that, Lord, when situations and circumstances come in our lives, the Holy Spirit strengthens us. I pray, Lord, for each and every person that is gathered here today. Father, you know what they are going through. You know what they are facing. I pray that you strengthen them. I pray for the Holy Spirit to strengthen them. I pray, oh God, <clears throat> for the Holy Spirit to lead them into your scriptures. Father, I ask in the name of Jesus that God, you are exalted and uplifted within our lives. Help us, oh Holy Spirit, to all the time produce the fruit of the Spirit so that we we become a joy and a witness to those who are out there who are lost, who need to know you. We ask for all this in the name of our Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen.